Warning, the following content may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is strongly advised. I was working for an ambulance company. It was my third day on the job and my third 16-hour shift. We had just worked a multi-car pileup. It was a horrific accident. It was hard to tell where one car stopped and the next one started. It appeared that a little Honda had cut off an 18-wheeler that was hauling a drill pipe. I mean, the carnage was brutal. There was pipe everywhere, bodies everywhere. It took hours to extricate those that were trapped in cars. I remember the floor of the ambulance was covered in blood and dirt and grass and a blending of medical supplies. We got back to the station, and it was my job as low man on the totem pole to clean up the ambulance. So there I was, all gloved up, all suited up on my hands and knees, cleaning things out of every nook and cranny of the ambulance. I got to the pile of clothes that we had cut off the guy, and as I pushed the bloody wet clothes into the biohazard bag, I felt something brush against my kneecap. I was tired, 45 minutes past my shift, but I rifled through the bag and found a wallet. Damn. And I couldn't figure out how we missed it at first, but then, then I remembered we identified him from his passport and plane ticket that was in his suit jacket. This guy was with the Uber driver. So I, I put it into a personal effects bag, slipped it into the cargo pocket of my pants, finish my work. I took another hour and a half to sanitize the rig to get it ready for the road the next morning. The following day while I was doing laundry, I found the wallet that I had forgotten about and that I would forgotten to turn in the night before. I didn't want my ass chewed, so I went through the wallet. I found three grand in cash, credit cards, receipts, and some pictures. I mean, pictures. How old school is that? I thought about turning it into my supervisor, but man, I really needed the job. I was newly married with a baby on the way, and honestly, I could really use the money. Besides, you know, I figured my supervisor might just keep the money for himself. So I kept the money. I dropped the wallet into a barbecue pit set it on fire I didn't mess with the credit cards because I figured that's how you get caught and it scared the shit out of me the next time I took anything was like 7 or 8 months later we rolled up on a motorcycle accident this jackass must have been doing 105 110 because there were pieces of him everywhere I mean everywhere I found his left arm in a ditch it was so weird. It had been torn so cleanly from his body. The sleeve from the jacket that he was wearing was still somewhat intact. On my way back up the hill, I looked down and saw that the arm was wearing a Rolex. A fucking Rolex, man. Well, by the time I made it back to the scene, I was wearing the watch on my wrist. He wasn't going to need it anymore. I knew it was valuable, but, you know, I didn't know how much it was worth until my next day off 
when I looked it up online and found out that it was worth about 15 grand. I took it to a place that I heard about that didn't ask too many questions. After about an hour of haggling, we agreed on eight grand and the promise to bring him more good stuff. I didn't tell him where I got it from, but it didn't take a rocket scientist to realize that I didn't come by it honestly. Over the next few months, I found more things to take to him. A lot of jewelry. I mean a lot of jewelry. So much so that he started calling me the jeweler. I guess Mr. Smith wasn't working for him anymore. Now you have to understand, I only took stuff off of dead people. And only those that I felt hadn't left anyone behind. I mean, what could it hurt? They were dead, and I needed the money. I mean, I really needed the money. A few nights ago, we were working an accident where a pickup truck went over the guardrail and down into the ravine. It was my turn to work the rope, so I harnessed up and started my descent. I got to the truck and shouted to the occupants to let them know that help had arrived. I tied the truck off best I could. It had landed sideways, passengers door down in a small group of trees and was being held in place ever so slightly. A branch entered through the windshield and I made my entry through the same hole. I cut away part of the branch to do an assessment of the victim. He was barely breathing. He had punctured the lung, among other things, and was impaled by the branch. I had cut part of it away. I mean, he was going to die, so I started with what had become a routine for me. Check for any signs of jewelry, a wallet, anything of value. This guy was going to die anyway. Why waste my time on a bunch of work that wasn't going to be rewarded? Besides, the second guy would be coming down the rope any minute to help me get him out. So I had a, a precious few moments by myself to get done what had become my primary job. After all, I paid so much better than my 9 to 5. Only this time I wasn't alone. There was a female occupant that had been thrown into the back seat, and he was, she was looking at me from between the seats. I looked at her and said, Hey, sweetie, how are you doing? She looked back at me with a dead stare and said, um, Saw what you did, and that's fucked up. It was. It was really fucked up. I said to her, I'm really sorry you saw that. And before I knew it, I had beat her to death with a branch that was still in my hand. She slumped over and fell against the door. And without missing a beat, I reached right past her and pulled the door handle and let her fall into the ravine below, just like down a garbage chute. Funny thing was, the second climber had gotten to the truck just as she fell and didn't see or hear a thing. I struggle with having taken a life. But in that instant, it was her or me. And how was I going to let someone who had no life take mine away?
All she had to do, I mean, all she had to do was keep her mouth shut. I would have been caught. She would be alive.